stuff. Welcome to the Stuff Kids Podcast 49. Not 49, 57. 57. Yeah, if you couldn't hear that, that was my three-year-old introducing the show. It's episode 57 of the Good Stuff Kids Podcast, and on today's show, I have Jonathan Messenger, the creator, producer, writer, basically everything you can possibly do for a podcast, Jonathan does for his podcast called The Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. I love talking to Jonathan. I loved connecting with him. We're both part of a group called Kids Listen, which is a grassroots organization that's promoting high-quality kids podcast slash audio programming. So it was great to connect with Jonathan and to talk to him about his show and what he does. The second season of Finn Caspian is well underway. You can check that out on iTunes. Speaking of iTunes, if you were so kind, you could go to the Good Stuff Kids podcast page on iTunes and rate and review. It would mean a lot. It would be nice, you know, like a nice gesture. For anything and everything that you need to know about Good Stuff Kids podcast, just go to goodstuffpod.com. In the background, you might hear some what sounds like kids entertainment it's actually my seven-year-old son watching spring training baseball you know when when my son was born i always wanted him to be a sports fan but i did not realize that that would mean that he would watch spring training games between the phillies and the yankees i do not know how that happened because i'm neither a phillies nor yankees fan and i'm pretty sure he's not either anyhow thanks for listening and enjoy my conversation with jonathan messenger I'm here with, with Jonathan Messenger from the Finn Caspian podcast. How are you, Jonathan? The alien adventures of Finn Caspian, I should say. That's right. That's right. Very adventurous podcast. Yeah, it is totally a very, <laughs> very adventurous podcast. So how did, uh, I, you know, as part of the Good Stuff Kids podcast, I talk to people who are doing good stuff for kids and families. And I have a seven-year-old son as well as you, and uh, he loves it. And I so where did the, where did it come from? Give us give us sort of the the origin story of Finn Caspian. Sure. Well, so um, my background, I have sort of somewhat. Uh, I've always worked in writing and publishing and that sort of thing, but I I ran a publisher here in Chicago for about seven or eight years. We published a lot of literary fiction, a lot of novels, and uh, when I sold that company a couple of years ago, I was really interested in, in, you know, getting back to my own fiction writing. And, uh, as you mentioned, I have a seven year old and I have now an 18 month old as well. And this was actually the idea for Finn Caspian was born before my 18 month old was, I guess. <laughs> um, but for a while I was also, I, w- I worked as an editor for a kid's magazine here in Chicago. And so I was just seeing a lot of kids books, obviously reading a lot of kids books with my son and just realizing how much, great stuff there is out there for kids now with uh you know so many great books out there and and you know even tv shows a lot of really good tv shows and that sort of thing and just started thinking about um you know wanting to do a story we're always making up stories for our kids as parents right and um and so i had this idea that i really wanted to the story came to me of four friends living on a space station and uh I started to think about writing it as a book and then decided as a big podcast fan that there was a really a lot of opportunity there to kind of enrich the story by adding different sound elements to it. And um, at the same time, my son had been getting kind of 
I think it's safe to say addicted to audiobooks. Uh, we always listen to them in the car and before bed. And so that was sort of, I guess, kind of like the perfect storm where I was coming up with this idea for a children's book, watching my son really fall in love with listening to stories uh, and audiobooks and deciding, well, maybe we could do this as a podcast. Mm-hmm. That Those moments of inspiration are, are pretty pretty incredible. Um, yeah. So how many how many episodes are we, are we at right now at this point? We should say we're about mid-December. And like, so is it a seasonal structure, like structured as seasons or give, give us a little bit of the structure of the show? Yeah. So um, the first season was 16 episodes. It was actually, it was 15 episodes, but the finale was split into two. And then we, I've been doing a, um, a mini season since then, a mini series where uh, we have this character on the show named Bebop, who is my, what I call my intro bot. And so when I'm introducing the show, he comes on and, and basically terrorizes me while I'm trying to <laughs> introduce the show. Uh-huh. And, uh, and he turned out to be really popular with kids. The kids thought he was really funny and they all email him instead of me and everything. And so, oh, so great. uh, yeah. And so what's, once the season was wrapping up, I thought, well, maybe while I'm writing the second season of the show, we can do a little Bebop Tales miniseries. And so that's in its fifth episode now. And it's, it, oh, I'm sorry, fourth episode just went out yesterday. And uh, it has one more episode. And then I'm going to take a little bit of a break. And second week of January is when the second season is going to start. Wow. So do you record everything in advance? No, I don't. I uh-huh. wish I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> when I uh, when I wrote the first season, um, I wrote the first, I think like six or seven episodes ahead of time. And then once I sat down to record them, I realized, you know, I, like I said, I sort of come from a fiction writing background. So I was writing almost short stories and I started reading them onto, you know, into, into the computer here. And I would play them for my son to see how he responded to them. And I realized that I needed to really cut them down pretty hard. And so the first seven scripts that I wrote for the first season ended up being the first three episodes. Mm -hmm. And so for the next season, I'm going to write, I think the first four or five episodes ahead of time. But there are a lot of elements in the show where I get feedback from kids about kind of what they'd like to see happen next, or if they have any questions uh, or suggestions, and I try to incorporate those into the show. So I don't want to write too many ahead of time because I like having that flexibility to get some of the kids' ideas in there. Yeah, nice. Um, so do you have a, uh, a co-conspirator on the show, maybe someone that you're related to that helps you out? <laughs> I do, I do. I have, I have an editor, uh-huh. uh, Griffin, who is my seven-year-old son. He works as my editor. As he likes to say, he's my boss. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so at the end of every show, we sit down and talk about any questions that he had come up for the show, anything that wasn't clear to him, anything that he liked or didn't like, anything he wants to see coming up. And uh, and it's pretty fun to have him be a part of the show in that way. But I also do, after I've written the script for the show, I will read it to him before I record it. Mm-hmm. And he gives me feedback on that, things he liked, things he didn't like. And then I also just kind of try to watch him really closely while I'm reading it. If he doesn't laugh at a joke that I think is funny, uh. then I know that joke's not landing and I'll cut it. Or uh-huh. if he's really responding to something that I thought was a throwaway thing, then I'll, uh, I'll keep that in. Or, you know, sometimes his the stories are a little too long and I can see maybe he's starting to gravitate to his Legos while I'm <laughs> reading. Uh-huh, and I know uh-huh. I need to cut back on the story. Yeah. It's uh, truly knowing your audience. 
True. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, so Finn Caspian, sort of a sci-fi kind of kind of feel. Um, what are some of your influences in terms of like what you think about when you're when you're writing uh, episodes and things like that? Well, so the kind of number one influence on me, well, I guess I sort of tied for two, and neither of them are really kids writers, although you can make the case for the first one. So Douglas Adams uh-huh. with Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, uh, you know, that book when I was a kid blew my mind (laughs) and it still continues to blow my mind. And I remember, um, I read it when I had an older cousin and we were visiting him for the summer, uh, you know, for like a week in the summer and he had the book on his shit on his nightstand. And I thought it was a funny cover. So I just picked it up and read it. I was probably too young to read it at that time, but it just completely changed my opinion of what stories and books could be. And so that is kind of the number one influence on me, just the way that Douglas Adams is really funny very like chaotic, yeah. uh, controlled chaos in the stories. Yeah. So that's that's kind of uh, number one for me. But then also a lot of, um, you know, just the kind of classic kids books that I read growing up, like the Narnia books, the you know Tolkien, mm-hmm. uh, you know Lord of the Rings books are definitely big influences. And then uh, you know some of the uh, sci-fi movies that I loved growing up too. Like everybody loves like. Star Wars and right. uh, Last Starfighter, that sort of thing. Right. So we we are about a day. Actually, a day. It's December fifteenth. We're a day away from the the newest Star Wars movie coming out. Are you going to take your son? Uh, you know, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, he, you know, we tried to watch. So I really, he still hasn't seen the one from last year. Okay. The, first, the know, Force new, Awakens. Yeah. Yeah. He, he gets very. So he loves. Um, he loves movies and he loves stories and he loves being kind of scared by stories, but he gets, he's seven years old. He gets yeah. kind of freaked out sometimes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, uh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know, intense. It's intense. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so he's, I've been trying to convince him to watch uh, The Force Awakens and oh. hopefully that, hopefully we'll watch that maybe over this Christmas vacation and then maybe we'll go see Rogue One, but we'll have to see how he handles it yeah. first, I guess. Okay, okay, fair enough. Um, yeah. Great. So, how can we how can we follow you? How can we keep up with you? Uh, you're prolific, and uh, <laughs> we should we should be sure that everyone who's listening knows that how to get all the back episodes and and stay up to date and things like that. So, how can we find you? Sure. So, uh, at fincaspian.com, all the episodes are up there. Also, in kind of all the places you usually find podcasts, like iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all those places. Um, on Twitter. I try to stay pretty active on Twitter. Uh, it's Twitter, Finn Caspian. And then um, on Instagram, I've been trying. We do a little segment at the end of every show where a kid calls in or sends a clip in of a space or robot-related joke of some sort. And so I've been making kind of little videos out of those and sharing them on Instagram uh, so I'm on Instagram uh, at uh, Finn Caspian as well. Okay, that's that's amazing. Uh, any so, what's the best robot joke so far? Well, there have <laughs> <laughs> been a lot of really good ones. There was one I can't I I can't recreate it. There was a, a joke last week where a kid he it was one of those jokes, one of those kid jokes that lasted. It was like a 
three line joke that lasted for like a minute and a half or something. <laughs> you know I mean? Right. Yeah. And, uh, and that just watching, just listening to that kid go through the journey of talking about space muffins in a <laughs> oven. It was really, it was really great. That was That's probably amazing. my favorite so far. That's amazing. Well, Jonathan, yeah. thank you so much for your time. Finn Caspian, the alien adventures of Finn Caspian, uh, worthwhile. Everybody should check it out. Certified good stuff approved. <laughs> thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right. Have a great rest of your day. All right, you too. Take care. Bye. That's a good guy you just heard from. Thanks to Jonathan Messenger for taking the time to talk to us about the alien adventures of Finn Caspian. They're in the thick of season two. You should check out everything that they're up to. Robot jokes, videos, all of these kinds of things. Go to FinnCaspian.com. F-I-N-N-C-A-S-P-I-A-N.com. And if you're on the internet... And you happen to need a place to go to find all of the old episodes of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I got you covered. I got you covered. www.goodstuffpod.com. It's got all the old episodes archived. They're all there. Maybe not archived, but you can scroll through. I mean, everything's there. Go to iTunes. Everything's there. It's all free. All 57 plus episodes plus four episodes of Good Stuff Sports. I mean, the amount of good stuff that you could find just by going to goodstuffpod.com or searching for Good Stuff Kids Podcast on iTunes is quite frankly staggering with more to come. It's not that staggering. I mean, it's just me talking to people, which is really fun. I mean, I really like doing it. Anyhow, tell a friend. Be like, hey, friend, good podcast you should check out. Hosted by Mike. You know Mike. You don't know Mike. Okay, well, he's all right. He's fair. He's nice. Good guy. Talk to you next week. Good stuff.